0: Hello and welcome to The Better Business Show with me, Tom Idle. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up this week...
1: It's all started with us understanding our impact and then linking that to actually what does value look like to our clients. They can produce their printed materials, which are critical communication in, in their marketing channel. They can do so with the lightest environmental footprint possible what we've done is we've taken that stage further and we've said actually wouldn't it be amazing if we got our business to the stage where it was better to print than
0: not to print yes this time we meet a print company that has managed to turn the entire dirty industry on its head who heard of a net positive printer we find out more with gareth dynage the man at the helm of Seacourt. stay tuned Yes, Welcome back, this is episode 58 of the Better Business Show Thanks for tuning in First up, uh, just apologies really for not getting the Friday Five show together for you last week Uh, I was off, I uh, managed to grab a few days off for the Easter break here in the UK Uh, Headed down to the beautiful Isle of Wight for three nights uh, With all its glorious needles and uh, exhilarating black gang chine And uh, delightful rotisseries Um, Just had a brilliant time down there Um, So thanks for having me. But yeah, I'm back this week with the main show for you today and we're going to jump straight into this week's show. Now, more often than not, we like to bring you stories of young, fresh, raw businesses that are, you know, based on an idea or concept, a realisation perhaps that there is a better way. And we, of course, did that last week for you with Green Banana Paper. I hope you enjoyed that show uh, based out there in the, the Micronesian Islands. Uh, And we also like to bring you stories of companies that are on something of a journey, you know, to turn their businesses around. And I think that there is as much to learn from both sorts of business. And I certainly get as much pleasure talking and writing and storytelling about both types of organisation. And we have a bit of a gem for you this week. Uh, It falls into the latter camp. So it's a business that you know has been around for a while. It's been around for 70 years, in fact. And it has managed to do... What so many companies are trying to do right now, and that is to change a notoriously dirty, toxic, wasteful industry, uh, is the commercial printing sector, the UK's fifth largest manufacturing industry, apparently, uh, which you know operates in virtually all aspects of the national economy, uh, and it's a it's an industry that's had to grapple with a number of environmental issues. Uh, printing plates, ink tins, pallets, packaging. There's so much for this industry to focus on in terms of generating waste and what you do with that waste. And then there's also these high volumes of of what are known as volatile organic compounds, the VOCs that emanate from the whole printing process as the inks dry and they send these kind of colourless and odourless gases into the atmosphere, damaging the ozone layer not to mention the lungs of the, the workers in the print works. And the main oils used in non-vegetable-based inks are petroleum-based too, so you've got all that kind of uh, unfriendliness to the planet. It, it just goes on and on, really. But anyway, recognising these negative attributes and a growing desire for its customers to respond more positively to their environmental responsibility, Sea court has long found new ways of printing that do not negatively affect the environment. Back in 1997, it became one of the first commercial printers in the UK to make use of waterless printing technology. And since then, it's continued to evolve its offering as a truly green printer, achieving stringent environmental management standards, becoming carbon neutral, switching switching to 100% renewable energy, and even installing a wormery to make use of the thousands of tea bags that are thrown away in the office bins every year. Seacourt reduced its VOC emissions by more than 98% too, and in October 2009 it became the world's first zero waste printing company. Not one bin leaves that site now in Oxford and goes to land for everything is recycled amazing really but anyway there's so much to this story and i'll let gareth uh, really sort of delve into the the detail of it gareth dynish is the the managing director of sequel and as you'll hear in his voice he does you know he, he really does explain this business well with plenty of vim and vigor here goes Gareth, lovely to be speaking with you. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I've been following the, the Seacourt journey in various guises for I don't know, probably the last ten years or so. I suspect, um, but we haven't spoken in a while. How's things with you?
1: Uh, things are brilliant, Tom. Thanks very much. Yeah, lovely to catch up with you. And yeah, I think in excess of ten years actually since uh, since our paths first crossed. So um, in that time, uh, we've been um, we've been busy. We've been doing. Quite a lot of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, God, that makes me feel old. Um, so, before we <laughs> jump into the heart of the Seacourt story, uh, give our listeners a very brief kind of synopsis of of your business, Seacourt. What is it that you do, Gareth?
1: Yeah, we're the UK's sustainability printer. Tom. So we work with companies that understand, like we do, that our planet is warming. Um, we all have an impact, and that we ought to be mindful of of, of everything that we do, and therefore choose to work with people um, uh, that share their ethos. So we we produce all our clients' materials with the lightest possible environmental footprint uh, that there is. So we're printing brochures and and, uh, leaflets and reports and annual reports, but we're doing so um, with the lightest possible environmental footprint. Okay. Um Uh, After all, if if you're going to produce a sustainability report, why wouldn't you print it sustainably?
0: Sure sure and we'll delve into those kind of eco credentials uh, very shortly the The printing industry is one of absolute fascination for somebody like me and it's you know it's an interesting one to be speaking about on this show. One of the questions I often ask my guests here is you know what is the problem you 're trying to solve and I guess for a printer there's plenty of problems to be solved it 's an incredibly you know traditionally dirty industry it has been for many years um, tell, tell us about that kind of traditional printing uh, process and the way in which your competitors have been operating for, well, I guess centuries even. I mean, what, what are the problems with printing?
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, we all have a fundamental need to communicate. So printing is a necessity. But as you so rightly say, our industry um, has a reputation as a, as, a, as a dirty industry, a wasteful industry. Uh, yeah. And people are coming out with things like, um, I don't want to print because it's bad for the environment. So What we've done, our position on it, is that we've taken a completely 360-degree or 180-degree look at it and said, actually, how can we um, make it so that it is actually good to print? The typical problems with the printing industry is it's incredibly resource-intensive. It uses an awful lot of water, which it then pollutes. It releases lots of VOC, volatile organic compounds, into the atmosphere. It sends lots of waste to landfill. Um, trees aren't so much of a problem these days because we've got uh, trees are a crop. Um, everything is softwood coming from Europe, um, and so that's doing a good job on on absorbing carbon. So actually, it's quite a good thing to be to be using. The so it's the real the, the process itself, the printing process. So what we've done is that we've taken out the need to print with any water. We've reduced our VOC emissions by ninety eight and a half percent. Um, we became the world's first zero-waste-to-landfill printing company. And so we are now working within the circular economy, um, the first printing company to to achieve that. Um, And that's really what sets us apart and differentiates um, our position in that we're looking at what represents benefit to our clients who share our ethos of best environmental practice. And having sustainability at the very heart of all our decision-making is the key thing which is absolutely at odds with the rest of the printing industry Um, because we understand the impact but we also understand that print needs to add value we need to we need to help reposition print to be a a communication channel of choice um, and where if you could get it to be better to print than not to print Uh. for instance wouldn't that be an amazing thing because as I go back, we, we all need to communicate. We need to communicate effectively. Email is all well and good, and it's, it's an instant communication. However, it's transient. You know, we, we are, We're getting swamped with our inboxes, and if you have something of important to say to your clients, to your stakeholders, you need to get it in someone's hands so it actually resonates with them and they can refer to it. And so we go full circle and we say, well, we know that our clients need to communicate. There is an absolute need. How can we how can we do this in such a way that it's adding value and it's enabling our clients to communicate their um, sustainability credentials, their brand reputation, it absolutely enhancing it as against um, um, being a being um, a negative uh, connotation, really.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting time for print, isn't it? I mean, I read the other day that I think sales of, of Kindles are, are falling. And, you know, stores like Waterstones are experiencing a, a bit of a sort of heyday right now. Uh, the, you know, the printed book is back. Uh, when I was working at Two Degrees, you know, lots and long ago, we, we were thinking about how we engage different, um, supply chain professionals and, and how do you actually communicate to them? Because, you know, emails were just getting lost, you know, or they just wouldn't be read. or And we actually decided on a, on a mailing campaign. So something actually arriving through the post and hitting their desk was like it's so unique right now. And it had a yeah. brilliant effect. You know, print Prince is, is kind of buoyant right now, isn't it? So it's making a bit of a comeback.
1: Well, it is because, you know, the thing about it is, is people want to feel valued. Um, whoever you're communicating, they want to feel valued. They want to feel... Um, as though you've taken the time and the effort to to communicate on a one-to-one basis. So all of us have only got one letterbox, you know, Mm. where things get posted to me, it will land on my desk, the same as it will land on your desk.
0: Um,
1: And that is the the absolute essence of it. Now, the trick is how do we do that whilst whilst, um, being um, uh, mindful of our brand reputations in terms yeah. of not being seen as a wasteful business, and that is the absolute premise of our thought process here is best value for clients how do we how do we get our offering so that we can work with our clients and actually be delivering positive messages and positive news in a way that absolutely enhances their reputation as a company that gets it a company that that um, that cares and yeah and we've been looking at you know what is our right to exist as a business um, the same as all businesses ought to be looking at this and taking this approach because if you if you're if you're not mindful of you know why are we here and how how can we do things better, you're never going to move things forward and yeah. all the time and over the last sort of our journey, which has been an incredibly long journey it ha it's sort all of started with us understanding our impact and then linking that to actually. What does value look like to our clients, mm. and what it, what it now looks like to to our clients is that they're enabling they can produce their printed materials, which are critical communication in in their marketing channel they can do so with the lightest environmental footprint possible but what what we 've done is we 've taken that stage further we 've said actually wouldn 't it be amazing if we got it, if we got our business to the stage where it was better to print than not to print yeah. that we were, we were actually um, delivering um, every you know every single day, every single job, we're delivering a positive impact on the environment and society. So that is our our, our goal at the moment with our net positive programme. Right. And we believe it's possible. And all this has been possible because of the incremental steps that we've taken over the last twenty years, you know, which have been recognised with, with three Queen's Awards, the world's first Zero West landfill Printing Company developing uh, our own printing process which is light touch which as you said before it's waterless technology so that saved over 8 million litres of water since we've implemented it Um, and and it reduced our um, volatile organic compound uh, emissions by over 98.5%. The business is powered on 100% renewable energy and so we are working very much within the circular economy Where we don't believe in waste. There is no waste in our factory. The last landfill bin uh, was in 2009, October 2009. Since then, every single piece of material that comes into this factory, which is an awful lot, as you can imagine, um, is either delivered to, to our clients as finished product or goes into one of our, I think we're up to 18 recycling streams. So it's not that there is no waste, it's just materials that we can no longer use. And this is smart business, Tom. This is mm. how all businesses need to adapt, and they need to understand um, the metrics of their business, the impact of their business, and find solutions for um, uh, developing um, waste out of the out of the stream. For instance, we work do um, work for Ellen MacArthur Foundation. Absolutely fantastic. Right. I'm sure you know them. Yeah, uh, and they're doing incredible work uh, with the with the large organisations. And looking at their supply chains and um, what you know what what we're talking about and hopefully it's it's useful for your listeners is that we're demonstrating that SMEs can do this we yeah. are nimble we can make immediate change we, we're not um, having mass global production um, sites we can control absolutely everything and so when we Take a step back and we say, well, actually, what do we want? We want best value for our clients. That's at the heart of everything we do, mm. and we understand what that looks like. Um, and that looks like uh, taking a leadership position. Then everything else filters around that, and that dictates our decision making and how we develop the business because yeah. that's at the heart of everything we do. Um, and th- that's that's why we're in this leadership position that we are mm. demonstrating. Look, it's possible. We're a manufacturer yet we, we we produce less waste than your house does you know yeah. we're, we're powered on 100 percent renewable energy with carbon positive um so what we've done over the last six months is we've been looking at a net positive program um with uh jake backers uh, ex coca-cola as as you know jake yeah he's worked yeah. with us to examine all the metrics in our business what is our impact um uh this goes from um, all our printing plates, our inks, um, all our paper. I was at uh, the the French paper mill a couple of weeks ago with Jake looking at um, the journey the paper comes from. We're looking at how many road miles our plates travel. All this stuff, um, our, empl- our employees' um, work travel, um, we've looked at. So we're going down scope one, two and three in terms of understanding our entire footprint, and therefore our right to exist. And we've, mm. we've measured it, and we've got to the point now we understand exactly um, what our position is, and therefore we are so close now to actually being able to say to our clients, look, it's better for you to print than not to print mm. um, because of our our stance on adding value to, to the economy, the environment, and society.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. I love that. I love that narrative and how you're using your own story to kind of talk to clients about what what it is they could do for you know themselves but i i wonder i mean i listen to you and, I, and you've got it down pat and i love the story and i love the passion i wonder also whether the conversations you're having with your clients are getting any easier what, what's happening do you think
1: yeah no you're absolutely that's absolutely right Tom. they are getting easier because all, all organizations now are starting to realize look this is just not a good to have or a nice to do this is a critical business decision yeah. climate change is happening our world is warming up we as consumers are far more savvy and understanding of the fact that they all these companies are having an impact and so i think most companies now have some form of csr policy people see through that pretty quickly if you're saying one things and and you're not you're not backing that up so if your actions aren't congruent with what your brand uh, message is, people are seeing through this. So people have yeah. to be stepping up and saying, you know what, we're not just talking a good game. We're actually delivering upon what we're saying. So, for instance, someone produces a sustainability report um, saying about all the successes that they've introduced in the business, but then they don't print it sustainably. How how does that work? It doesn't because if, if, you're, if you're damaging your brand reputation because yeah. it it's, it's, it's complete odds to what you're actually saying. Yeah. Um, so it, conversations are getting easier because people are actually more understanding. There's more board member um, uh, representation to, for environment and sustainability, which is fantastic. But I think the key thing for me is that people are now seeing this as a business opportunity, which it has to be seen as. That's the only way that sustainability is going to get at the top table and be taken seriously in all organizations because if it's not seen as an opportunity where do you go how does it work Um, for us as you so rightly say if we haven't hadn't been on our 20 year plus journey winning our multiple queens awards and all sorts of awards along the way we wouldn't be at the position now where we are a leader we're a trusted leader people listen and appreciate what our views are Mm. um this doesn't happen overnight, you know. You have to, you have to be serious about it. You have to be dedicated. And you were saying earlier, you know, how do you how do you keep momentum going? It's just you, you, the challenge is where can we take this? You know, how how far can we go? And yeah. that's that's the exciting thing about net positive, is that we get it to a point where it's better to print than not to print. Mm. Better to print than not to print. That's a that's a, a, such a. Um, such an amazing turnaround from going from an industry which is in decline being dirty seen as um, awfully wasteful uh, resource intensive yeah. to actually our whole right to exist and why our clients are choosing to work with us is because we're enhancing their brand reputation through the work that we're doing and actually every job that we print is having a benefit on the environment and society
0: yeah, it, yeah. it's
1: It's possible, Tom, you can, you know, you start making these decisions and the business changes and it it morphs and you start to understand, actually, we can be a force for for good. We can be a force for positive change. And that's, that's what really excites me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we've we've spoken to lots of companies who uh, have kind of set their stall out in a very, very similar fashion, but not in an industry like yours, which is, I think, the most interesting part of your story. It's you've you've turned an industry on its head, and you say yeah. it, it hasn't happened overnight. Um, take us back. I mean, last year Seacourt celebrated seventy years, wasn't it? Um, That's right. So there's this lovely long history of this of this family business. When, when did it all kick off? Who who was who was behind it from the start? And when and when did you sort of come on board?
1: Well. In all honesty, I don't know the guys that um, that started the business. It started way back in 1946. A couple of guys came out of the war um, in Oxford, where, where we're based now, um, and just set up a, a printing shop to look after the universities and local businesses. Fast forward 50 years, and, and technology changed. Ownership changed. Um, and the then two directors, um, whom one of them was, was Jim, my father, who, you know Jim, yeah. um, went to a – were invited to a sustainability conference. Um, their thoughts were, really, you know, this is this is the late nights or mid-90s. Really, you know, do we want to go? They went, and it was an absolute light bulb moment. You can't unhear information, Tom, can you? You can either decide mm-hmm. to act upon it or not act upon it. Luckily for us, the, the guys managed to convince the chairman who owned the, the business at the time, look, we need to do something about this. We hadn't realised just how... Um, significant our impact was on our local environment on the, the air quality the resources that we're utilizing we as a business you know we're family men we we need to do something about this we feel um, and so at that point the decision was made okay let's look at it and so we've gone from the, the point um, in the midnighters of being the same as the other tens of thousands or certainly five or six or seven or eight thousand printers in the UK um, being the, the same as everyone else over those intervening sort of 15, 20 years, where we've made incremental steps, as you know, there's no silver bullet here. It's about just making one step after another. And in that intervening time, we've we've you know introduced waterless technology, so we don't use any water, and therefore we don't need to pollute it anymore. We we've, which is a massive massive um, win. Um, we've changed the business uh, with renewable energy. We've um, furled zero waste to landfill printing company led light bulbs throughout the place um the list goes on and on i can't even think yeah of.
0: yeah but 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 that that decision to invest in waterless technology which i guess was fairly unproven at the time was it or i mean what it was what, big yeah it was big in japan but it was uh it was a
1: leap of faith tom for sure because if this yeah. hadn't worked, uh, the company was finished but the, the same can be said when we um uh two years ago when we invented our own printing technology called light touch This had never been done before. We just had an idea here, myself and uh, 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 and my brother, um, that it was going to work. uh, And we convinced a printing printing manufacturer to to make it for us in Japan. Um, This cost a significant amount of money. Um, If it hadn't worked, we would have been finished. The the business would have been finished. Um, But it has worked. It worked absolutely incredibly fantastic. Our clients are delighted because you know what—they're now getting the highest quality print that, that is possible anywhere. It is exceptional, and it's not only that, but it goes hand in hand with the sustainability practices they're looking for. It's an absolute win-win-win situation. And that's um, because you're
0: using—and that's because you're using LED technology to to dry the the inks. Is that right? That's that right. So we use okay.
1: waterless. It's a waterless printing press, so we don't use any water because we believe water is for for the environment. Um, as against industry, why would you use it? You then have to, that it, then water gets polluted in a t- standard printing company by these horrible chemicals. So we've taken the water out. We then don't need any chemicals whatsoever. We've put um, blue light Nobel Peace Prize winning LED bulbs on the end of a press to instantly cure the ink, which means you're getting um, an instant um, dry finish, means you can move it quicker. You don't have to then have um, additional um, uh, set off sprays and other things to keep separate, the sheets separate in the stack. Basically, it's a super clean, super fast, super quality, super eco technology um, that is now getting mimicked um, through other manufacturers. Are now starting to understand the power of LED um, bulbs in printing presses, uh, but no one has done um, what we've done. So right. it was a, it was a, it was a huge huge win for us. And we were recognised with our third Queen's Award for for, for developing Light Touch.
0: Absolutely. So that's, that's the here and now. Rewind a bit for me. So you're, you're back in the mid-90s. Uh, your father's gone to this conference. He's come back. You've now said, right, we need to do something about the environment. Um, what was the first thing you did? What was the first sort of step on the ladder? Because I, 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 I ask this because so many small businesses struggle with this, don't they? Regardless of sector um whether they're just not thinking about it they haven't had that kind of foresight they haven't been to a conference and they haven't been inspired or they just don't want to think about it because it's just too much to even consider i mean what what are you, what's your advice what are the, th- the first things that a company like yours can, can do
1: um understand the impact you need right. to the right. first thing you need to do is you need to understand exactly what's happening so the first thing we did was uh, engage with a consultant who came in and broke the business down um department by department so we fully understood the metrics that were involved once you understand the impact throughout the business um you can then go about making a plan to, to start correcting those save making savings we then um got iso 14001 to set objectives to reduce our consumption of various things um that led on to emas eco management audit scheme is what emas stands for right. that is the Absolute gold standard environmental management system. So if any of your listeners are interested uh, in environmental um, excellence and looking at um, how to really push on, EMAS has to be um, the place to go to, to, to really um, stand out from your uh, peers and show leadership because you have to make meaningful savings and have um, objectives which are measured year on year. So we've had that concurrently, both of those concurrently for 18, 19 years, um, which means that every year on year we're making savings and making savings and, and you think, well, how do we go from here? Because if you get to a glass ceiling, you can't wow. actually do an awful lot more. And what we've done now is, is our influence goes way beyond our factory. So our influence is now going into our client's um, supply chain and that's, that's, that's where our influence is now. But the thing about about sustainability, the same as anything else, is to not um, not look at it as a complete um, project because it will drive you insane. It's too big. (laughs) It's too big. You need to break it down. And the only way you can break it down is understand the impacts of the various parts of your business and then just tackle it one thing at a time. Um, And before you know it, you'll have made significant progress. You know, and you'll start to, to, to be ticking off the list. And what we all want, isn't it, is that we all want a, a UK PLC to be a low-carbon economy. That's yeah. what we need. It has to happen. People need to start understanding, OK, um, we have an impact, how are we going to change it? For instance, on Friday, we've got our two first hybrid vehicles coming into the fleet, um, which, again, is just another step forward, because yeah. we can pack them power them up using our 100 renewable energy here at the factory um, and we're getting um you know pollution-free driving um yeah
0: yeah
1: all the but- time tom it's just what can you do how can you how can you push things on to, to show leadership
0: yeah and i guess because i wanted to ask you about how you sort of maintain that momentum because it would be easy to kind of stop at, at the e-mouse and think okay that's just ticking over and every year we can get some incremental improvement but what is it that kind of leads to these innovations and these investments? I guess for you crucially it's about this being a business differentiator because if it wasn't, do you think it would be harder to kind of justify those investments where you're just you know you're relying on those kind of incremental improvements every year? Uh, is, is that the crucial thing that this is about business growth for you?
1: It's yeah, it's about it's about who do we who do we want to be? What what do the company what's the business that we want to have? Who do we want to represent? And why do people come and work with us? They work with us because they see a business that at its heart, at the core of all our decision-making is sustainability. Is this going to improve our position? This is, we do it because we believe in it, but also we do it because we understand that by showing a leadership position, there are absolute value to to the clients who make up our business. So again, it all comes back to, is this going to add value for our clients? Is this Uh, going to support our position, our leadership position? Is this going to solve um, a problem that our clients have? And in our instance, you know, that goes back to people not being sure whether they ought to print something, but having the need to communicate effectively. And so it goes full circle. Um, And so, yeah, that's our decision making is based on how do we, how do we add further value, and that's what we've mm. tried to do all the way along the line is to is to get your business to a point where there is no option if you're going if you're going to print something and you're going to talk about sustainability you mm. have, we have to do it for you because otherwise it's simply not congruent with with your messaging
0: yeah 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 I mean what percentage of your of your client base are you know coming to you because of your because of your credentials as, as, you know, this green waterless printer, would you say?
1: Yeah, I would say certainly over 85%. Um, right. We, right. We, we work with some of the UK's leading organisations who absolutely understand climate change. Um, we Committee on Climate Change, for instance, Patagonia, two degrees, as you, you know well. Um, yeah. People like Triodos Bank, um, green energy companies, um, sustainable brands that we... We work with um, peers that that, that that understand the impact, and also they can see that we, as a company, are exactly the kind of business that they need to be working with, because yes. our 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 view and our ethos is exactly the same as theirs. But the trick is, Tom, is that how do we how do we widen this and make this a more commercial um, view? And that's the challenge, because mm. we want we want to make sustainability mainstream. With all businesses, we want all businesses to want to work with us because it makes sense. You know yeah. why? Why would you print and use um, awful, um, polluting um, um, processes when you've got an option that, that actually you could? Every job that you produce could actually have a benefit um, on the yeah. environment and society. So, yeah.
0: Well, look, listen, Gareth. It's, it's a truly impressive story. Um, I love the whole notion of, of net positive and that being the next, the next sort of phase in your in your journey. Uh, love what you're doing uh, and, and and you know taking what is frankly a dirty old industry and, and turn it completely on its head to transform the model and make yourselves fit and attractive for you know a new generation of of print buyers is exactly um, you know exactly what what's needed and just brilliant. So thanks for. Telling us all about it and joining us here on the Better Business Show.
1: Thanks very much, Tom. Pleasure to speak with you as always.
0: Gareth Darnage there, Managing Director of Seacourt, imagining a business which is actually benefiting the planet because of its existence rather than in spite of its existence. Surely a position we'd love to reach uh, with everybody, right? Just brilliant. To find out more about Seacourt, then visit the website seacourt.net. As ever, let us know what you think of the show. And as I say from time to time, if there's a business that you'd like to see featured here on the show, then just send me a message. I'd love to know. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's a business you've stumbled across at an event or something. Uh, but one that you think deserves profiling here on the Better Business Show. We'd love to hear what that is. Send me an email, Idle at narrativematters.co.uk or you can tweet me at Idle. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. But that's it for another week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again on Friday for our Friday Five show. Good Friday, in fact, this coming Friday, so don't miss that. But until next time, goodbye.